Okay, Did next you feel week. a cap in your <laughs> beep? Beep. Um, <laughs> it's like the fingers pointing at each other. Is there anything about my generation you've been curious about? Um. That last question actually ended up generating quite a conversation. I'm Ken Cooper, and that's what we're all about here on Around River City. Great conversations. This time around, it's part two of my conversation with my daughter, Sydney, my wife, Sarah, about slang and the different ways that different generations use slang to express themselves. If you want to hear the whole conversation, go back to the previous episode and listen to that. It's uh, quite a bit longer episode where we talk about slang. And towards the end of the conversation, my daughter, Sydney, brought up the fact that we should talk about emojis. I had never really thought about emojis as a necessity or as a, a language, really, but turns out they are and a very useful form of language. So we'll talk about that. And as any good conversation does, we will veer off course <laughs> and just uh, have a good conversation about the generations as well. So I invite you to listen in and have a good time. This is Around River City. We'll be right back. This is Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper. And by the way, you can subscribe to the podcast. All you have to do is go to AroundRiverCity.com and you can subscribe right there. It's free to do that and you'll get an alert every time we have a new episode. We are continuing the conversation that was generated by a project that my daughter Sydney had in school. She's in seventh grade and the project was about slang. To set the stage, I'm the very tail end of the baby boomers, 1964 I was born. Sarah is a Gen Xer, and Sydney is Gen Z. So we have really quite a, a wide spectrum of slang to work with here. This time around, though, we are going to focus on emojis. Okay, so before we uh, wrap up this educational podcast on intergenerational communication, Sydney brought up something very interesting earlier about slang and the fact that emojis are very very much slang in a contemporary way that is very interesting um as a gen x person do you use emojis i do but i don't think to the extent that a gen z person does i i think i know very little as to their meaning or i i use emojis on occasion mostly I, I, to be kind of ironic or in a, can you believe I'm using an emoji? And Sydney, a while back, you said one to me that if you respond with just words, you're lame. Yeah. Okay, so our first emoji of like the slang emojis. I mean, there's a bunch of emojis, but like the slang emojis, this is the first one. It's like the fingers pointing at each other with the thumbs out. It's like, there's two hands, and there's like the pointer fingers pointing I at each other. I thought all emojis were faces, so this is new to me. No, I don't know what that is. It means like you're shy. Really? Like you're nervous. Okay. Huh. Like, like okay. a fidgety thing that people do that turn okay. into emojis. All right. It's like if you're saying something, or like people use it as like, um, <laughs> almost shot my phone. Like, if you're like, there's like these confession things about like TV shows or something. Like, you're nervous to say something. So it's like representative of that. Okay, right. my next one. It's the hand 
like writing with a pen. Okay, what does that mean? It means like, oh, I'm taking mental notes or like, I'm like, I'm listening. I'm just like taking mental notes. How many are offensive and you wouldn't want your parents to know about? Well, I remember the controversy, honestly, when the poop emoji came out, that was bothersome to some people. And I think now it nobody cares. Mm-mm. I mean, I think people, nobody considers it offensive anymore. Everyone poops. I think the most controversial part was the face. Right. On the poop. Yeah. <laughs> Giving poop well, a personality. The eggplant one for a while. Still. <laughs> Again, let's move on. Well, I could list some more, but why no, I mean, not? And I, you know, I think, I think all teen generations have to have their thing and parents just have to let them have their thing yeah i mean within reason give us our thing yeah you gotta have your thing all right next emoji the fishing one and it's a fishing pole with a fish on it oh i i oh does that mean i just does that mean i just pranked you or joked and i got you hook line and sinker you fell for it? You fell for my joke? Good guess, but no. That's a good guess. It means like like you're fishing for compliments. Kind of like if you post a picture with like a caption, be like, uh, if, if like you, let's say someone posts a photo where they're obviously trying to like look good and they posted a caption like, oh, I feel so ugly today or like my, I think my hair feels like it's so terrible today. Oh, so you're fishing. And then someone might comment like the fishing because like they're obviously fishing for like compliments. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, one more emoji. Okay, one more. Um, let me find a good one. This one is like the statistics going up or down. Like there's ones that is red and it's going up and then the blue that's going down. They look like that. They're both used similarly, but for separate things like cap and no cap, they're like opposites. And it's like the statistics that are going up and down. Um, does it relate to cap and no cap? No. No. The things you are saying are, are you're losing credibility with what you're saying, or you're gaining credibility with what you're saying. Kind of, it's like you're gaining or losing like respect for someone. Like, oh, after this, my respect went or Got down. It. Like you'd use like the up one to be like, oh my, like respect for this dude skyrocketed, or like, oh, totally plunged after this stunt. Well, that makes sense. Some bef- okay. We're going to be wrapping up here real quick, but some emoji trivia for you. Oh, no. In what year did the um, did emojis start being used? I don't know, like 2000s? Got to give me a specific year. 2009. 2010. 1997. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I was going to say... Wait, no, I was going to say 2007. In Japan. They started in Japan. Well, yeah, I know that. How but do you like, know that? I looked it up. When? Earlier, during one of our commercial breaks. Really? Yeah. And the purpose of emojis, it really makes a lot of sense. Uh, emojis were created... Oh, I know this one. Can I answer this one? Sure. So that if, like, we learned about this in LMC, I don't... Or, like, library class in school. I don't know why, but we learned about emojis. Um, 2021, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, there, it's, like, so that you can hear someone's tone... 
in like a text so if someone's text if you're like hey do you want to study and they're like sure you don't know if they're like sure i guess or if they're like sure but like if you do emoji it's like they can do sure with like the rolling eye emoji and then you know it's like sure but if they do sure and like the thumbs up or like the smiley face it's like sure like yeah but now like if you send the laughing emoji the laughing crying emoji it's like really sarcastic sounding so now the laughing crying emoji is actually the skull emoji wow that was a lot of information i think i got it yeah Emojis were created to convey emotion, emotion emotional context in text-based communication. Yeah. Hmm. When you think about emojis in the way that we just discussed, you see that they really are a vital part of text-based communication. I, I think I'm going to have to start learning how to use them a little bit more often. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Around River City. And when we come back... As any good conversation does, we sort of veered off topic a little bit when Sarah asked Sydney a question. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back on Around River City. Let's get right back into the conversation between me and my wife, Sarah, and my daughter, Sydney. One Saturday night, sitting out on our front porch, we talked about slang and emojis and generations. Is there anything about my generation you've been curious about? Um, were you all actually like super grunge or was it just like a, a look or like, was it like, was everyone actually into that or was it just like what people thought was cool? I wouldn't say everyone was into it. Um, I guess it was an aesthetic what would happen today do you like that um i I think it really was because it was it's a look that came out of the music world it did for sure i think one of the cool things about the 90s is that it really we were really allowed to express a lot of different genres at one time you know it kind of started with really big hair big band rock bands went into hip-hop and we really were allowed to start liking hip-hop and then grunge and it was really kind of a blend of all those things and I think grunge was just kind of a an expression of well holy crap we can like something different the 80s were so stylized and there was so much, uh, I guess you could say, pomp and circumstance to popular music. The people had such looks. Everybody wore makeup. Everybody had hair that looked different ways, but it was all very much done up. People had costumes. People had all of this stuff. It was very kind of, in a way, buttoned up. Every, and and I think grunge was just... Uh, a, an antithetical response to that is just completely the opposite. We're not going to try to create a look. I'm just going to wear, I'm going to walk out on stage in what I was wearing this morning after, you know, when I got dressed out of bed. Yeah. Okay. One last question. Do you like, this is going to be for both of you. Do you, what do you prefer the music that you listened to growing up or the music that's out now? That's a good question. Um, when I was your age and a little older, 
I always thought, you know, my parents' music was actually kind of cool, and I kind of made a conscious effort that I would always try to be open-minded about music, and I, I have really tried to follow that. So I think I always tend to listen to music from my era, but I really do try to listen to other things, too. about you? I would say that I listen to new music versus music from when I was young in different ways and for different reasons. There is definitely a comfort in listening to that old music, a, a comfort that takes me back to a simpler time or maybe a comfort in just knowing how this song goes. But there is an excitement to listening to new music when I can hear something that... that Maybe it's a, an older concept that is being twisted a bit and used in a new way. So there is an excitement to the new music and a comfort to the old music. Yeah, that's a good answer. I think um, something from my generation that I miss is like going to movie theaters and shopping malls. And I know that seems really ancient to your generation now. Um, and actually probably pretty foreign. Do you like buying everything online and having to shop that way and communicate that way? Because for me, honestly, that's been a little hard to get used to and, and change. I feel like it's all like I've really ever had. Like, as soon as I was old enough to like, like actually like go shopping for myself and like pick out my own clothes, it's all been kind of like online. Um, but I feel like for like stuff it's fine like I love it and it's just really convenient and I think for clothes it's like it's nice but it is hard sometimes because like clothing especially like women's clothing brands they go like so many different sizes you could have a large in one size and a large in another size and they could be totally different sizes going into the store is nice because you can kind of like visualize it more you can see what it's going to look like on you you can like um, most of the time try it on um, but yeah I like online shopping but I would say that the let's use the phrase going to the mall that kind of shopping as a group of friends when you were uh, when Gen Xers yeah. were teenagers had very little not very little but was certainly about way more than the actual shopping it was about the social experience like the bonding of it so i wonder where sydney you and your friends do that kind of bonding um or how you do that today uh, and you can go to a mall you you know you you can but it's certainly not the same as it was yeah um i feel like you do like sports and activities and clubs and stuff or you do um you'll just like hang out at houses or I feel like it's just different like you still go out and do things like um me and my friend like we go to like fairs and stuff we go to like different things like that we go to like it's I feel like you're still doing that it's just like in different places in different yeah like you just kind of instead of like everyone kind of goes to the mall to like hang out I feel like it's now like everyone has like different places that they go and stuff and like me and like all my friends we have like one or two like main places that we like to go 
but like we all kind of do different things depending on like who you're hanging out with and like you still get that but it's just like not in like I feel like back then I don't really know but like I feel like it was like you're hanging out you go to the mall well now you're always connected to your friends yeah it is a lot easier because like I can right now good and and bad I guess like yeah you're always connected when I was your age you know we all had to meet somewhere Mm -hmm. or at school that was our social time and if we weren't somewhere or at school we would have to pick up a landline or write a note wait you actually did that yeah you actually had to take a pen and a piece of paper and write a note yeah okay times change (laughs) but i think people uh really what changes is just the way that we find and figure out how to do the same things that we've always needed right i mean i'm sure I would have done the same things you do now if I was able to. I feel like it's all kind of the same. It's just, um, like, it's all like you're still, like, socializing and hanging out with your friends just in different ways. So, like, that aspect of it doesn't really change just how you do it. If there is one takeaway that I have for you from these last two podcasts, it's the joy of sitting down and having a conversation like this. Whether it's got any kind of a semi-structure to it like ours did, where we sat down to talk about slang and things like that, or it's just sitting down and talking with people of a different generation, people close to you in your family. What a joy it is to have these kinds of conversations. It is Around River City, and you can subscribe to the podcast at AroundRiverCity.com. Thanks for listening in. I'm Ken Cooper.